We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience 3M Open Picks Preview. One and done. We got it all here for you. If you out there want to become a member at FantasyNational.com, highly suggest you do that when you see all the stats that we reference. That's where it's from. If you use FantasyNational.com slash Mayo, you get 20% off. Be part of the team that's winning bucks, Jeff Feinberg. Always. Yeah, the members are doing great. Big things. Congratulations to you. You're also winning bucks. I hit Morikawa. You didn't. And you felt no. bad about that, it feels I like. I did. So then you were like, I'm going to hit John Rahm while yeah. Pat sits there and has to cash his Kevin Na T10 and feel yeah. like a loser. That's it. That's it. Sorry. And somehow you got the Kevin Na T10 too. I tailed, I tailed that part of it on your end. And I don't know, you, I think you were looking at Rahm, but you went Brooks. Yeah. Dumb. And Tiger. Fun times. I was mad at myself for that too. Because I, I said on the show last week, and it played out exactly how it was going to. Just wasn't all there, and tournament golf is not medalist. It doesn't matter. Uh, I would say that he actually played pretty yeah, well outside. Of, like Friday was like it looked like he had a back problem on Friday. No, missed <laughs> some short putts, some driving wayward drives, but I think ex- everything that happened was everything I said what was going to happen last week, and it did. And then I still ended up betting him like a what a I'm complaining, buddy. Let's keep the train going. This is a weird one. Yeah, well, the only win, the only between us, the only one that we have not picked correctly in the betting market since return was Rocket Mortgage. 
in that really awful field when Bryson won six to one. In- and now we have a field that's basically the same. I did incorrect. Oh no, we didn't have Berger. We didn't have Burger, but that's we right. had the nuts because we had Bryson and Zan. And no. I had Rose. And it all kind of just So we missed fell two of them. That's apart. my bad. That one, but that one, like I said, that one felt like a win because golf was back and Sunday was like out of this world big. So we're doing all right here. Yeah, everything's keep great. It going. I had a bad week though. <laughs> Although I, mean, I showed you the bet that I had made on Matthew Fitzpatrick. Oh, and Palm. Okay, so here's what happened. <laughs> Not everything. Like I, I didn't want to put it out because I had made it like really early in the morning and then didn't put it out because I took a flyer on like four guys uh, very early in the morning who were way back. Nah was one of them. Fitzpatrick was one of them. Zhang was one of them. I think it was actually just three. Those three. Uh, no, Matt Wallace was the other one. I was like, who are guys that could potentially play well in the wind here in bad conditions? Uh, so I played it with the each way bet, which means they had to come first or second. Now, first, I felt like was out of contention, but the second would have paid one fourth the odds. So I had Matthew Fitzpatrick to come in second at 150 to one. How did that ball on 16 with Ryan Palmer not go into the water? Because that goes in the water, I win the bet. <laughs> And then my week's great. Or if Kevin Na doesn't go bogey, bogey, bogey and gets the T5 and the T10, winning week. Instead, just the T10, losing week. There were a lot of weird things. Those Sundays make you like feel like an idiot for sometimes making any head-to-head tournament bet. Because it all swings insanity. I had to sweat a Finau versus Spieth tournament bet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, on what planet? And I know we have Finau jokes, haha. Like, no, the things got nuts there. Nuts. No rhyme or reason. Uh, the swings that could happen. Uh, it was pretty fun. But yeah, seven documented on the year. There we go. I don't know how many tournaments left. I don't know how that works. Uh, there's in the short this week, year. next week. This week, next week, PGA Championship. Wyndham. Playoffs is three. It's so US weird. U.S. Open, Masters, then like the swing season. It's like Brooks, Brooks Kepka's like out of the playoffs. Yeah. Because the season's so short and the thing. And like, he's not playing well. He's not playing well. And there's some more questions now about the knee. But it's just weird. A lot of guys are going to be in the rush for the playoffs. How many events have we actually had in the 2020 year? I want to say like 20 or so. Because it starts in, in the 2020 year. Yeah. Like with us doing the show, T- Tournament of Champions. Tournament of Champions, Sony, Career Builder, or whatever the fuck that's called now, the American Express, Farmers, Phoenix, Pebble, Genesis, Honda, API, Mexico. So 10 before the break, and we've had, what, six since? Colonial, Heritage, Travelers. Travelers Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage. And the two. So 16. This is the 17th. Boom. Right off the top of my head. There we go. And then we had all the swing season stuff where people like Todd is like Sorry. fourth in the FedEx. So that was just like a round, a long winded way of me saying I've won seven of 16 documented winners events. Yeah. Congratulations. So if people I didn't even uh, say it well, either if people out that. there want to support the show, they can do that two ways. Smash the like button for the video in the comment section. Give me your winner for the week or rate and review the Pat Mayo experience audio podcast five stars and download anything that you see come up on that feed, whether you give a shit about it or not, you can just delete it after you download it. You got Wi-Fi. who cares helps out the show. That's what we're doing here. Fantasynational.com slash Mayo. And if you want to play in the listeners league, the description, Jeff is in the comments or in the description of this podcast in video. I believe it's almost full. It's quite the time we record the Monday show. It's almost full. It had 5,900 people. I haven't entered yet. Well, you, you might. It might actually. <laughs> I can give you a live check-in right now as we, we're, we're at noon 15 on a Monday. 
I can tell you where it actually sits at right now. Uh, we have just over 6,000 people entered. There's like 600 spots left. So you might want to tune into that first look show. I like the, the first look show. I feel like is really helping me. Whether it's a good show or not, I, it's probably not. But it really does help me. I would agree because this is kind of like my first look show. Yeah. And it's always good to sort of have absorbed it and decompressed it, I guess. One, I don't know. The Sunday sweats are way too intense for me to give it the time of day. Yeah, and then I'm writing columns for Sunday night. You know, got to get that content out, Jeff. You, I, you I know what it. planet you're on. Members of FantasyNational.com and viewers of the show just like you out there were winners. A lot of people tailed Jeff on ROM and won a lot of money in the outright market. Then we got some people on DraftKings who won big too. James turned 152 into $4,000. Wheels50 turned $9 into $109. It's 10x. That's really good. Uh, meh. Jason turned 129 to 1034 Jordan Grubb won 545 Shane turned 400 into 5,500. That's a nice one. The sports enthusiast won $10,172. Wolfie Watch turned 300 into $6,300. Kaz As Ashford won lineup in the Millionaire Maker, Jeff. $40,000, won around $45,000 overall, but he wasn't the biggest winner of the week. That would be Brian Balwell. He won $85,000 this weekend. And I want to give a special shout-out to Coaster's Corner, who had a parlay of Juventus-Sassulo, both teams to score, parlayed with FC Porto over Sporting, parlayed with UFC fighter Jack Shore at minus 800 for some reason, Chimenov, UFC fighter, inside the distance, and John Rom turned $30 into 3152 The five-way parlay amongst soccer, UFC, and golf. Had to get those extra, like, eight points on John Rahm in there. I know. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It's a lot. For eight points. Anyway, congratulations <laughs> yeah. to everyone who cashed themselves some tickets and won themselves some bucks. You won some bucks? FantasyNational.com slash mail. Go sign yourself up. Again, I heaters, I mean, not everyone can win every week, but it seems like people who... Uh, sort of share the same passion that we do. Like, no one is going long without a winner. Again, a winner falls in the outside of Bryson and Nick Taylor, essentially 20 to 66 to 1. Yeah. I mean, they're again, an early 80 on Burger. Congratulations. Uh, but that is sort of the hunting range. And I would least- even say since we've come back, besides Burger and Bryson, if you want to, like, micro that down even a bit more, it's like 20 to 40. Oh, we're 20 to 35. The winners of Memorial were exactly who we thought they would be. You, you pivoted. I pivoted off Morikawa. I don't know. To read. To read. You went Brooks instead of Rom, but you were like in the exact spot where the winner was. You knew what type of player was going to win. It was almost never for debate as much as Ryan Palmer did Palmer? Did, did, okay, well, let's get into Whatever. the re, let's get into the recap because honestly, I don't have much to say about the 3M. It's the shittiest field potentially of the year. It's worse well, than where the re- it it's worse than the regular 3M field from last year. That's crazy. That uh, takes work. And well, but- the big thing is like this is the very clear bye week for people. I thought some extra players might go to Minneapolis and potentially skip the WGC so they don't test positive for COVID in Memphis, and then not be able to play the PGA Championship. I was wrong about that. That is not what people are doing. Are ple- are, but are people still going to Memphis? Yeah, I believe so. 
It seems like everyone's going to Memphis. I don't know if Vic's going to go. He has a long drive from Memphis to San Francisco. <laughs> He's not missing the cut. No uh, one misses the cut. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess that makes sense. If you're an elite player, like I could go here, play well, skip a, a paycheck in, in Memphis, not risk that pre-COVID thing. The P- but it's a, it's a fr- but it's for St. Jude's. That's one thing. And the PGA numbers on COVID are quite phenomenal, I guess, when compared to the rest of the American population. The PGA bubble is one of the safest places in America, it seems. It, it does seem that way, although Grayson Murray just tested positive. Whatever. But he's big, but that's the thing. Like anytime that there is a positive test, you have to figure out who he's around. Like you have to do the tracing on it too. Now he wasn't allowed last. Like there's no way he played. Did he play either of the mem- work days? Yeah, he played Memorial last week, I believe. He played one of them. Forget which one. He said he's going home now. Unlikely he- played the invitational. Why? He's Grayson Murray. If PGA Tour winner, Grayson Murray. He's gonna take you to prom. <laughs> <laughs> he, he will like, he actually will. he did he did not play either one of them the last thing he yeah. played was rocket mortgage exactly so hopefully speedy recovery to grayson murray in this but he has but, with, but he has withdrawn do... from this week co-crack has also withdrawn from this week as a late like Con- all the canadians were like pass connor's withdrew hughes withdrew i mentioned this on the cut sweat show thank you everyone for leaving the reviews and tuning into the cut sweat show how many 90 foot putts does Mackenzie hughes make a week Honestly, you cut one to Mackenzie week, Hughes. One a weekend. It's, one it, a weekend. It feels like it's more than that. It's like cut to Mackenzie Hughes, who's a million yards away on the other side of the green. Oh, it's in. It's like, it, ah. It feels he, like- is, he is the most infuriating player to root against. He's the wor- I, I, I can't stand him. Good player. You know, go Canada, all that stuff. But I don't ever bet him. I never have him. And I, have these, I need him to like fall down the leaderboard. It's like, oh, thank God. 35 feet for par. Like the bo- I'm writing in bogey. No, make. Every time. Fucking pisses me off. Gets me low, Jeff. Speaking of Mackenzie Hughes, our boy EP's hit three in a row. I know, EP's hot. Yeah. Killing EP it. of and the score. Mackenzie Hughes <laughs> sponsored by the score. Uh, and uh, a lot of hits with the Euro and the... we've. T- I don't know why I didn't tail the boys on Davis Riley. Paul? I just want to add that Jeff won't say a bad thing about uh, Mackenzie Hughes right now because he talked to his mom at Honda. Is that why? No, there's nothing. I have nothing. I didn't bet against him. I have no. I wasn't betting against him. I just had other people on the leaderboard. I could have used Mackenzie Hughes to go away. I get it. Just like fucking Norlander who all of a sudden learned how to putt. (laughs) Mackenzie, it seems like, is hitting a bomb on TV a weekend. Like a ridiculous. Well, that's the only thing that can get him on TV is hitting like a 90-foot putt. No, but he's also, I I will throw this out here, good at Nicholas courses. Yeah, good for him. Played really well at Honda. Played really well here. Maybe something to look at. Die Uh, die in Nicholas, the Mackenzie Hughes, like where you want to be with him. So a bunch of people hit all over the place. There was a big score by people in Europe at like 150 to 1 or Joel Slater. Joel. Joel. He's Francais. He celebrated with a very long cigarette, you know? Huh? Huh? Maybe a nice bottle of wine. When I looked at that, Dave, I just didn't have that. Could have just didn't have any Corn Fairy money. All I looked at was, like, I looked at the board. I was like, oh, Wes Bryan's 28 to 1. I just Um, bet him in a PGA event. I've just been seeing the guys I trust. Josh Perry, like, he's also been crushing it. uh, Touted that. Might hit the Euro one also. I don't know. There were a lot of tickets. Good times. And uh, Euro event 
is back, kind of, too. Yeah, we're going to talk about the British Masters uh, at the very, very end of this. I have the odds printed out there. They're in front of you. Look at that. It's a part of your little starter pack today. They're directly in front of you that you can look at. I wouldn't suggest looking at them right now because we're not talking about it right now. I'm just, I, I've seen them. They John, were up early. John Rahm. Very happy for John Rahm. I love John Rahm. And my wife was watching it with me, and she so rarely watches golf with me. And her only comment was like, this guy gets really excited when things go right. And he seems like he gets really mad when things go wrong. I was like, that's why he's the best. Yeah, and he's really good. <laughs> he's awesome. So in between, that's, that's all part of it. So I want to give my official statement on cheating. I put it out on Twitter last night, but in case people did not see that, and I'll be doing giveaways uh, Millie Maker wise again this Wednesday noon Eastern time on my Twitter page at the PME. It's a two hour window. You don't want to miss that if you want a free Millionaire Maker ticket. At least get into the draw for the free Millionaire Maker ticket. Just know if you complain that you didn't win, you're on the list. You're probably never going to win. Don't be the person who, there's 20 tickets for like 2,000 people. And people are like, I can't believe I didn't win. Again. Yeah. Didn't Lose win. every week. Two weeks in a row, I didn't win. All right, you might never win. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Happens. Um, if you want to penalize someone because you had a like super high frame rate camera directly behind the ball of a shot, that's fine. But I need cameras on everyone then. It, it's completely unfair. I totally- and, and if that's the case, then we get cameras on everyone, and that's great news. But like, <laughs> if you if like Rom very clearly, like people were like, oh, he was acting. He knew that it's like he did not. He wasn't know even that. looking down. Which he, maybe he should. Maybe that would be a bit more responsible. But it's not like this isn't the first time this was called a someone. I think it was Wiley saw it earlier in the round from Rom on three. Every, I think everyone saw Bryson do it. Everyone saw Finau do it. But oh, they, co- what, what's but the they co- weren't penalized. Hold on, but what's the coincidence of, of who we're seeing doing it? People who were on camera. So Con- unless you're guys good, contending. Yeah, only guys who are good can be caught, apparently. I tweeted essentially the same thing. It's only a penalty if you're contending on Sunday. If it happens any other time during the week, it appears it doesn't matter. It's not a penalty. Because so, it doesn't happen. So I am for enforcing the rules if the rules are actually enforced. But if they're not ever enforced, then fuck off with it. Because honestly, that thing ha- that incident happens a hundred times around across the entire field. Yeah, I would. I would. More, I mean, more, I don't. More, I, don't more? I don't know, but, but I'm guessing said, it does. How could it? Not? Especially with rough like that. And I don't even mean it like with ill intent. I just mean um, it happens. Yeah, shit happens. It's not like he. It's listen. He's not. Bryson like, was bright. Put it down I in a do hole, what hole, Bryson hole, does. Hole, hole. That's like I. But I'm no one's counting my strokes. But yeah. yeah. And that, it's not like you're playing with one of my friends who you know, his ball is all of a sudden on a tee in the rough. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I found Tim? my ball. No, Tim? it's not. No, it's not Tim. It's just oh. he's never lost a ball in his life ever. It ne- <laughs> never happened. Even when he goes in the water, it's like, no, that's it right there. Yeah, okay. you, you were playing one of those, like, bright yellow balls. Now you just pulled out a Srixen. Like, what? <laughs> um, no, I, I agree, and I agree with something else you said. I think I, This is my opinion. I believe stuff like that also deters casual fans. Bad for the game. Very bad for the game. If, unless the lie is actually improved. Yeah, unless it's visible improvement, visible cheating, especially, I think there has to be some sort of intent, because a lot of people are like, oh, Patrick Reed cheats all the time, so he probably does. No, that was, that. And it looked like he was actively trying to cheat. It didn't look like Rom was trying to cheat. Now, the rule is the rule. I get that it's enforced. That rule is also not enforced yesterday if it doesn't mean anything, which it didn't, so they can enforce it. It was like the Dustin one at the U.S. Open. They weren't going to enforce that 
unless the penalty actually yeah. didn't mean it. Oh, Rom could just be a gentleman. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. It's not like he shot a 59 and they made it a 61 or something. Although that penalty did swing money the million- bets. The millionaire maker outcome was flipped because of that penalty. And all those Ryan Palmer head to heads versus John Rom were flipped because of that. So I made the on Saturday. Yesterday I went betless. Just had to smart. I knew it was going to be. You get three of the top four. Ride your guys. But, no, but some t- golf starts at like eight a.m. <laughs> guys don't tee off till two. Pat, like there's time. But I just like no, like I don't need any of this. I had the the not t ten t twenties were enough for me. Saturday I did make my big female Palmer bet, and I got a push because Palmer bogeyed eighteen. No. Yeah. He bogeyed 17. And 18, then. Did he? Yeah, he was out of position on 18. I thought he ended up making par, because I needed him to drop to minus 5. He was at minus 7. No, he finished at minus 6. He parred 18. Oh. I needed him to par- I needed him to bogey all three of 16, 17, So I got one back, because I was losing by one late, and I got one back somewhere. So he bogeyed 17, then? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he bogeyed 17. Sorry. Uh, that was a sweat, which is annoying, because Fino had his late. Saturday meltdown and then had a full melt on. Tried uh, to tell you on Friday. No, whatever. About old Tony. I'll be back. I'll be back at 70 to one. Are you back at 16 to one? I'll be back at 70 to one. (laughs) Okay. That's fair. That's completely fair. You had a guy in position at 70 to one. I feel bad for, for some of our good friends who love, you know, the each way, especially on the other side of the pond, they get like eight places that he just, well, there was well, that, and crumbled. a lot of a lot of Willet people, lost Willet his t twenty. Yeah, a lot of people had Willet t twenty. What happened today? I pushed a Willet Bubba <laughs> tournament head to head. Oh my god! Really? I thought we spoke about it on the show. I I was mad. Bubba made the cut on Friday and a great little Friday. Bubba and I thought Bubba did Bubba end up plus four. Good... No, he didn't Will, do anything. Oh yeah, because Willet doubled eighteen. Ah! <laughs> That's right. Oh my god! I am happy with because people. I actually saw people throw this out here, and it's a very valid point was that if this was the U.S. Open and the USGA had set up a course like this, people would complain, but everyone is now praising this setup. I get that. I was upset. Remember what I was saying to you Sunday morning? I thought it was... I understand a Sunday setup. I'm no fool. It's Sunday on the PGA Tour. Even Even the Muni that we're playing in Mini this week deserves a Sunday setup. But they took, like, a Sunday setup and put it on on steroids and i thought it was a fix like a truman show fix to make a john rom dinner time meltdown they almost got it but i i was i was not pleased i thought it was intending i thought if like five guys were were within two shots of the lead or if it was an actual real consistent leaderboard that wouldn't have been the setup but they needed to make a truman show and i was not happy i thought they went above and beyond i I thought that was a little because the whole tournament played hard it's not like a, yeah, but it wasn't even just the pins that really got to everyone on Sunday. Like it was super fucking windy. The that's entire what I day. mean. So why did they have to? The, take- why? My, I, I think the better question is if they were so convinced that there was going to be bad weather, why didn't they fucking start the round earlier? Because they almost didn't get it in. They got lucky that that weather delay didn't last any longer because the weather was coming back in again. They almost didn't get it in, which would have been just horrendous. Especially for our content, because the odds wouldn't be out yet. It's oh, still be, like, so going well. on. You guys are thinking of like Monday and bets. I'm like, we can't record a show. Do you know when that odds board comes out? If this is a Monday playoff, although it has nothing to do with next week, they just hold this it. field. You can't just price <laughs> Dustin Brooks and and everyone else. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But they take their sweet ass time. So, do you know who was very in favor of the penalty? 
And then he said the truest thing that I've ever heard. Well, Tim Anderson clearly was in favor of it. Oh, yeah. So as he was in our chat. But then he said, I would really like to be a PGA Tour rules official. He, he is. Be, he would be, be the, the best. perfect. The best. Tim V. Bryson? <laughs> Tim V. Reed? Tim wouldn't budge. Tim would... Well, Tim, Tim would not. Well, here's the sneaky. He thing. would not cower. Here's the thing he about Tim. He would not cower Tim, for a second. Tim might be bigger than Bryson. <laughs> like Tim, sneaky tall. Like Tim's a big dude. <laughs> they might wear the same size shirt, but they'll wear it differently. A little bit differently, <laughs> but Tim's like six three. Yeah, he's huge. Um. Yeah, oh yeah, they carry it in the rear almost equally too. He got the big ass. Tim gets his big ass into, those into that into that drive. I bet he does hit the ball no. farther than oh anyone my I know. God. Tim is a, he would be so. It oh, that's like a reality show. <laughs> Tim enforces rules. Tim tells Bryson DeChambeau he's lost two strokes. Would be the greatest thing ever. I think Bryson should fight the officials. I'm I'm in on that. And I don't think it was people were making a big deal about Bryson making the Phil Mickelson reference. Everyone remembers that shot. Phil in the in the mesh fence at API. I don't think that was an unfair Was it Mexico? No, I think it was API. I don't think that was an unfair, like random thing to like bring up. Like, oh, Phil gets uh Gets treatment? I don't know. I, I, I would say that based on like Bryson's MO, I guarantee you he knows every rule. And he knows where he has wiggle room on the rules. And and that's yeah. why he's bringing the stuff up. Most people don't know what they are. And he was trying to fight for it. <laughs> Good for him. And Because maybe like he thought one hair of the ball was on his side and he was told no. And he asked for the manager and the manager said no. You Sorry, tried to go, sir. Tried to go full <laughs> Karen on him. <laughs> and, and that worked. But it still like doesn't even... There is... Um, it's still definitively gapped behind the greatest all time is retelling the officials if he's Jordan Speed this ends differently. Yeah. Paraphrased. <laughs> but uh, that's 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 one definitive gap, whatever rule official interaction you want to make till the end of time. Is has Bryson I'm I'm trying to figure out the right way to can, say it. Can this. I try to say something before? Sure, go ahead. Let's not kid ourselves, because we've said it many times. Bryson was just trying to copy what Rory, Brooks, Justin, and John Rahm and DJ were doing. Like, Bryson's agenda stemmed from how good the success... Oh, you're talking about, you're talking about his skill set. I thought you meant like his bending of the rule or trying oh, to bend Oh, no, rules. I was back. We're going... We're, no, no, my, my point was going to be different. You just had your own point that was like a non sequitur. I thought it might have been the same. It's, it's around the same thing. My point is that... Is he now the second biggest star on tour? Yeah. The high Roy McIlroy is not a star in America. He's a star because he's, he's a star because he's so good. Yes, I love him, but he's not a star. He doesn't move any But Bryson is moving because people hate Bryson. People either love Bryson or they hate Bryson. Like with Rory, no one hates Rory. People like Rory. I don't think but there's not like but like Rory. No one's is another- running to watch Rory. It, it could be Rory or Jason Day. It wouldn't matter. Like people, like, I, w- they, I would say that's a bit different. No, but I don't <laughs> think anyone's running home to watch it. At least not that I know. Like cat, like it's not. I love Rory. I love golf. I'm not besmirching him. I'm just trying to get in the head of like casual. Yeah, golf but fan. Bryson has tapped into something that is either highly positive, highly negative, whatever it is. But he is getting a reaction. Like since coming out of hiatus, 
it's been Bryson every single week. Yeah, yeah. yeah Even yeah, when the yeah. week Bryson didn't play, yeah. it was still, where's Bryson? Why isn't Bryson here? Like, he, he's suffering from the poochie so, effect. So, like, Jack, like, look at Bryson. Yeah, look what well, he's doing to your holes. I, Where are you going to put your, how you redesign your course because of Bryson? It's like, I have some broadcasting notes. When, uh, when the characters are on screen and Bryson isn't there, they should all just be asking, where's Bryson? Listen, it's the TV show we love called Golf, and he's the best character in it. And... And things like the 10 help. To my point that Rory doesn't really move like any needle, I mean, really only Tiger moves the needle. Like Nike has never done anything with any golfer specifically for them that wasn't Tiger Woods. Ever. I mean, Brooks Kepka, they've just given his own shoe. It's pretty ugly. But no one gets anything. There's no special treatment. Get, Bryson, get those hats that you like. Yeah, well, they get very quality merch quick tech failure we're back now rory bryson marketability with john rom also in that mix people like john rom too much i think that he's not polarizing enough people get like triggered by his behavior because he has the highs and lows but not so much that they care kind of thing if that makes any sense. Like, I don't really understand. People don't hate John Rahm like they hate Bryson or hate Patrick Reed. Like there's a cachet to that in terms of like making you want to watch. Like if um, Rahm is in contention, it's not like, oh, I hate John Rahm so much. I hope he loses. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. John Rahm, he's a good player. It's like Rory. Rory's a great player. I'm not rooting against Rory. Yeah. Justin Thomas is very much the same way. Like what can you really say badly about Justin Thomas, nothing. He seems like a real good guy. Even, like, Spieth is petulant, but he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Great guy. And But people are projecting Bryson to be a bad guy, which he doesn't seem like he is whatsoever. No, he just is... I don't think he's rude to anybody. He just is... He, we've been through it. I think he... Well, you debated me on it, but I think he's totally lacks, like, self-awareness. And I think that he... Is aware of everything. I think that he's hyper-aware of everything. And sometimes, like, I think a lot of it's a marketing ploy, but I think just part of it, too, is that he's like, fuck it, I'm going to do my own thing. And it's working for him. <laughs> and he's done his own... When you are Bryson, and you feel you're smarter than everybody, and you've done things differently, but every step of the way, you got the results you're intending and the success. From, like, the straight clubs, you know, winning all the amateurs and being part of doing something only Jack and Tiger had done when he won... Uh, a couple of years ago so quickly and now being where he is in the pantheon of this great place the game is in every step he's made decision he's made as it pertains to his golf career has worked yeah absolutely so when he sees people laughing or like they're like no everything he does is work he doesn't care about any noise it works and it's working for and, him and it's and it's not like he's there yet either no and like that's why i said like things like him having the 10 and melting down are good for both the PGA for golf and Bryson too, because if he was just like curb stomping everyone every single week, like it would be one no, thing, it, but like the fact that he's a volatile player, that's awesome. Like that's fun to watch. It, it's intriguing for everyone, whether you root for or against him, because the big number could be coming. Rom's kind of the same way in that way too. Like Rom can make some big numbers. Absolutely. What Justin you know, Thomas makes very few like nines. Rory makes a ton of big numbers. He's got like that. Everything seems to be working or not working kind of, um, vibe with with a guy like that john rom like fina would have better marketability if he was like kind of a jerk because there's no reason not to like tony fina you know what i mean 100 everyone just kind of roots for him everyone likes him but that's about the extent of it yeah people don't 
have the same they feel about Bryson and Reed. They certainly don't have that towards John Rahm. But well before the weekend, it seemed like from go last week, I was finding myself in debates, debating how, like, with people, how good, Rahm how is. good he is. In spite of the win, like, that doesn't even change my opinion. Like, really, that much. I think that we hammer as down. As crazy as that is. I think we say this a lot, but I feel like people don't hear us. Because apparently people listen to the show, select few, listen to it, yet they don't hear anything that comes out of it. Like when I say where the listeners league link is, despite the fact that it's in the same spot every single week. They say it off the top of the show. But it seems like people, quote unquote, can't close for two reasons. One, no one's Tiger. And people, like, just compare everyone to Tiger in their minds who closed at such an absurd rate. Like, that's the difference between, like, Jack and Tiger when you look at, like, the longevity of everything. Tiger closed all these fucking things. Jack has so many second places. Like, oh, he's a bad... Jack Nicholas, bad closer. Like, what are you talking about? Golf is hard. And when you're Rom or you're Rory or you're these guys, you're in contention, like, every week. A lot. It's not like, oh, you know who's not a closer? Mackenzie Hughes. It's like, well, he's in contention twice a year. Ryan Palmer. Yeah. I get it. No, I guess Tony Finau, not a closer, because he is in contention a lot and he never wins. That that is true. He's never, he has the Puerto Rico win. That's it. But but it seems more pronounced for Tony Finau as not a winner because he's constantly on the top of the leader. I'm not going to lie. I love Willett. And if Willett won, I'd have been happier than a pig in shit. But God forbid one of Rom or Finau didn't win because I love them both. And both come with a, like, one of them was going to have to answer for being living up to their loser side I, narrative. I, I, but I don't under, even understand the wrong thing. He has 10 wins now worldwide. That's his, what, fourth in the United States? He has six overseas? Like, give me a fucking break. He won the European Tour Championship twice. Give me a break on this. It's ridiculous. Doesn't he have three like top fives in? Ma- I don't know. It's all going to come. Yeah, He's but no one cares. No one cares about a top five in majors unless your name is Ricky Fowler. Then it's the greatest achievement on earth to come top five in a major. Or remember, well, or when Finau did it like three times in the year. Sure. Big, no, I big don't. And, big and little. I and I took I took it everywhere last week. I, everywhere I went, I took that the number is insane, and to me, and I could be wrong. But I'm telling you, when we rediscover these two guys in a couple years, they are neck and neck, Justin Thomas and John Rom. Like, to me, they are almost the same place. And no, hold no, on, let me, I, let me, I, I, can, I, I, can I finish, though? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. doing what you do to me. I would just like to say Rom is, is currently a little behind, but he doesn't have the pedigree. He doesn't have the pedigree of having a grandfather PGA coach, a father who's a world-renowned PGA coach, a best friend who he saw win everything even though he probably kicked his ass 85% of the time on the golf course. Like, there was a built-in, mature-like process there that Rom felt like, you know, while he had the amateur dominance and while he went to Arizona State on the dominance, it kind of felt like a much more, like, on-the-fly, on his own and maybe I'm wrong in perceiving that Justin almost has maybe 50 more PGA starts than than John Rom, but I think they are literally equals in where this game stands. And I know Rom has to win a couple bigger trophies for people to believe it. But Talon, I don't have any doubts about both of like Rom and Justin and where they would rank. Well, Phil's brother was Rom's coach at Arizona State, wasn't he? Yes. So it's not like he comes from nothing. The guy's good. certainly doesn't. I, I would say that Rom is more like evolutionary Bubba with his game. Like Bubba's. But when we like, saw wait, wait, with Bubba, what, what Bubba has and like his skill set, Rom seems like he's the better version of that. 
the case for Thomas is the better player, which I think Thomas is. I agree. Is that week to week, he's just better. Like, Rom has... Is he, though? Because doesn't Rom's, like, top five, top ten rates are almost the best in golf? Uh, He has a lot of spikes, but then, like, when he's not coming inside the top five, he's rarely, like, non But he rarely goes three events without that, though. Sure, but neither does Justin Thomas. Again, I have them literally the same place. Uh, Maybe that's just, just my opinion. At least this morning, I could say I might be right. The guy that people want to hype up as, like, what, like... How come Patrick Cantley doesn't get any of this backlash that Rom does? For not closing. Rom can't close. Rom's not good. But Patrick Cantley is the greatest player on earth. And Patrick Cantley's great. But I'm, I'm he not, won the memorial. I'm That's not really it. sure. Um, is it an American thing? I don't know. Rom, no, because... Do people they, not like Rom because he's Spanish? No, I don't, I don't think so. People just... They just, like, have held on to certain beliefs in Rom. Being as young as he is... To, like, two years ago, acknowledging his... And it came out a bit yesterday, but he acknowledged his problem. It's not like you tell Bryson he's got a problem and he might tell you to F off. Or, like, Patrick Reed. Like, John Rahm openly acknowledges this is something I need to work on. But to what extent? Because I've had it my whole life and it's always made me great. Like, that fire and that, like, reacting. And an unknown thing about Rom, he actually has one of the better bounce-back birdie rates on tour. Like, people think it becomes like this. Hatton, too, by the uh, way. This, like, I get smoky man and it's over. He actually had, he stuck that shot after the double on that. He took on 12. That ball was in the air. My heart was in my throat. And it might have been the closest to the pin outside of Jason Day. But but I can't believe he took it on. Where is this Jason Day coming from? It could just be Memorial. I Like, I'm just, but it was his first ever top 10 at Memorial. But, but, I, but like, watching him, it's like, he doesn't look any different than he did three weeks ago. He's a guy who's, like, hunched over, holding his back, yet he's just grinding. Like, it's it's kind of impressive. I'm, I, I'm impressed by I, Jason I, Day. I said on the Workday show, Jason Day would have two very fancy weeks uh, with no friends and family allowed on the grounds. That's uh, actually a good call. For home course, when, when all that stuff, you, there's not, oh, Oh, it's your home event, and you have a seven forty-five tea time, and like everyone from high school's there. Wait, like they I, all. I, I don't think Jason Day went to high school in Columbus. Okay, sure. All your wife's friend, like this whole got, like they all got out of bed at like six thirty to come watch me golf today. I I get your point. That's on that. really I, I think, annoying. I think it's a good call, Paul. I have a greasy theory on uh, Jason Day and his back issues. Is he faking it? You know, yeah, you know, like Tucker in There's Something About Mary with like the he knows he, he's so the I he's the guy walking around. Instead of trying to get the girl, he's trying to get screen time because like if any time he's on screen, he's oh. wincing <laughs> and he's like he he has to like it's almost like he's crawling to try to pick his ball out of the hole. One, why doesn't his caddy grab his ball for him? Two, yeah, any time the camera's on him, he's always wincing. I don't know. Could his be caddy news. does uh, the old caddy, the one that's like the life coach, and part dad. That's and then coach he's ripping it like I want to be a yards. life coach. I don't know what it requires. It seems like nothing to be a life coach. But you want to be coached in life by me and give me a whole bunch of money for me to tell you, like, don't do drugs. Uh, I will do that. Colin Swatton, he does the Australian golf like TV. Apparently, he's good. He rips like everybody. Good. It's awesome. I would like if, just, just <laughs> like, uh, I bet I, I don't list, watch Sky Sports as much as I used to. It's probably way better. It's hard to get, but like, they're, they're a bit feisty. I it's like probably it. way better. Oh, like, they'll call like, You know how yeah. Faldo, like, that's the, not that I like Johnny Miller. I thought he was a bit too much because his entire, like, saltiness was like, well, I'm better than yeah. this guy. It's like, okay, I did okay, this. Okay, Johnny. <laughs> You're fucking 90. Um, but there is a saltiness that, like, Faldo has that I do like. 
And I liked having Jack all over the broadcast this week. He is the best TV interview. The way, because he just talks you through the course, too. He and does play-by-play. Play. Yeah, that's the thing. He takes over play-by-play. Play. It's not like talking about a company. Obviously, we know the great work him and his wife do and the charities and the legendary that he is in the Ohio Columbus region. But he literally just jumps in and he's like doing a shift. And he knows everything. And it's amazing. I, I really enjoyed just the insight, too, when they were talking about, like, the drivable, the, if they move the tee box up, the drivable 14th. Like, oh, I'm going to get rid of that hill on the left. It's creating, like, an you, issue here. Oh I'm going to lower God. this tee box. Like, th- that is I'm bouncing. Awesome. I'm bouncing, thinking about, like, when Tiger, those sad days when he wasn't playing, but it was still, like, the hero challenge, and he would do his shifts, like, in booths at events that he was associated with. It was like the same. They literally morph into play-by-play. Like, they know every putt. Cannot wait for... No, sorry. Tiger not playing anymore will be horrible. Tiger's never never going to be a play-by-play guy. No, not a play-by-play. But at the Genesis, he's going to, like, do what Jack does. He needs his own tournament, though, with his own... Isn't that his? The TGR fan... Riviera's his now. That's why everyone goes. That's why the field got no no, I I, I understand that it's his tournament. It's not his course. Oh, sorry. Yes. I agree with and that. You, and you get Jack at PGA National. That's his. Well, did like Arnold design Bay Hill or I just be- lives there? I believe he designed. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I it's don't like know. a co-designer. I think so. I guess so. You're right. You're right. Tiger will. But, like, have- but Riviera is like a historic course. You're right. It's not. That Tiger has like never played well at either. Which I, is weird. Sure. But I'm just saying he'd be in whatever Tiger's event officially it should officially be, it should becomes. should be Farmers. Get him at Torrey Pines. Whatever it, there whatever times. it officially becomes, like his booth sessions will be must-see TV as he's talking about Colin Morikawa versus Doug Gim. The Gim Reaper. He's in the field this week. <laughs> I have a little star next to the Gim Reaper's name. Uh, last two things. One, Matt Wallace at Hard Courses. Once he figures out how to hit his irons again, he's going to win. People, yeah. Like he's hit, he's driving it well. He's putting really well. The around the green is really well. He cannot hit an iron right now, and that was never a problem for him. Then he switched the clubs. Does he remind you of like a Graham McDowell? He reminds me like of Willett kind or of Hatton. Him. Like they're that. Like I mean, this, that's people very, are gonna like get mad at this because if it was like a match play, the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, they're just the, the Bulldogs. The British guys that you look at and just be like. They don't seem like they have the most skill in the world. No, but they're but they're crafty. Uh, they're, they're, oh. real cra- they're they're like twenty six, but have like veteran prowess. I think every single golf fan in their own personal chat with like friends pretty much said like when the weather's really bad, like Will, will it, it and it Wallace? No, but it's like Will it and Wallace could be really feisty it today. Fits. Like these, like oh, someone's gonna be feisty. It's those guys. Last thing before we get on to the three M Tiger. No, no, no. We did we did Tiger. We did that at the very top. Phil and his coffee cup. Here, like he is. I, I know we did it. It happened at the U.S. Open when he hit the ball going down the hill. When I completely flipped on Phil from hating Phil to loving Phil, but he has really embraced. He is exactly what I want my veteran golfer to be. And like, I'm glad that he's on the PGA Tour Live. He's the fucking most fun guy to watch out there. He's doing stupid shots. He's laying up on par threes. He's walking around with a branded he's coffee putting cup. from the fairway, then chipping <laughs> and then from the par. Like, I just, he seems to have a grasp on that he's not great anymore. And, but he'll have a run once or twice a year, it feels like. And that will be fun for Phil. But like, this is like just 
he's doing what he can to keep up with being the most entertaining man on tour. We we've been saying it, or maybe I a little before, but he's literally living up to our calling of he's not in like a derogatory way, but almost the mascot of this new generation of PGA Tour. And putting his like Yeti cup two feet beside him on the green, like it's his Sunday in his backyard at his home Muni, which I'm certainly I'm certain is no Muni, um, is is the content I need. Also, the internet trolling Brooks for his brand of dip is pretty jokes to me as someone that knows nothing about dip. As someone, but who, I love as someone who started smoking to quit chewing tobacco ages ago. I just find that funny. That's the content I like. I think I've had probably three lippers over the past 15 years, and I think they've all been on the golf course. So it's a good time on a golf course. That's what you're into. 3M Open. Let's talk about this. 156 players, top 65, and ties make the cut. There's a DraftKings Millionaire Maker this week. Um, I call this the easy version of PGA National. It's a ball strikers course. Like three of the top seven guys last year didn't even give a stroke putting. Uh, Wolf won gaining less than a stroke. Morikawa was second gaining less than a stroke. Like driving irons, that's what you want here. Um, you can be Denny McCarthy all you want, but if you can't hit an iron, like you're probably not going to climb up. You can't be a disaster on the greens, obviously. Par 71, 7,481 yards. This is the second year of this event. Bent grass greens. Matthew Wolf broke our hearts because we had Bryson here last year at 16 to 1. It was a big bet. Big bet. I was there last year, too. I got to scout the grounds. This is not a hard course, but the way the reason I call it the like the PGA National like light is because there's tons of water everywhere. I think only five holes don't have water. So like one or two bad shots and you can eject from this tournament, but it's not the same. It's nice to see you. You're on the show and just being on your phone. No, I'm looking at you were talking PGA National. I'm making a bet on a former PGA National. I I don't actually think that they have anything to do. I think just like I like this guy anyway. I was thinking about betting him and you put something in my head. All right, I would say that the correlation that I've seen the most is from Rocket Mortgage to here, where the leaderboards are almost identical. But this is a weak field. Like, Do you want to guess who I bet? Um, PGA National in this field that you like. I mean, I don't. Deep I, dog that I bet. I was going to say forty to one. I, I doubt that you were going to roll the dice on Russell Henley at thirty-three to one. Uh, I was going to say Keith Mitchell, but this is on Bentgrass, so big fade. Pardon? Big fade for Keith anytime he's not on Bermuda. Well, I bet Keith Mitchell. All right, well, he's the right type of player to play well at this course. I think he made the cut last week, too. 140 to 1, his profile, yeah, I guess he's a, you know, grass is key for this guy, but he, I, I his profile what, is this place. Yeah, vomit. He doesn't his irons all that well. Like, he's passed, like, on the run that he had when he won, he was, like, good for a few months. Like, he has not been good. Oh, he's been real bad. Yeah. Okay, maybe he Sightings him. have been very rare. I might put him in the first round leader bucket. How about that? This is not going to be a super high investment week for me because this board is horrendous. There's four faves. We got DJ coming off being 16 over par. He's the favorite. He is 10 to 1. Brooks is 12 to 1. Apparently, he still has a knee injury is what was revealed. Let me finish the odds, please. Tony Finau, 14 to 1. Tommy Fleetwood. First time we've seen him since the break. He is 16 to 1. Fired a 64 at Shinnecock Hills over the weekend. Posted on his Instagram. So he's he's playing here. He's playing next week. Then he's playing the PGA Championship. He seems to be informed. Like he's the best value of all these odds. But yeah. there's only two other guys below 30. It's Casey at 25 and it's Wolf at 28. I bet Casey at 25. He had one bad hole at Memorial. That's it. He actually played really well. <laughs> uh, and I this bet- is a perfect course for Paul Casey. 
ball striking, can't putt, no need to chip. Let's go. Uh, I posted a bet on the internet this morning, but I made another one, and it was on Paul Casey. He's number one in my I modeling, think but he's always like number one. We spoke about it on the Cut Sweat show that this was a number I think we would both move on Paul Casey for. I do like of, of the under 20, Fleetwood would be my pick. Me too. If you wanted me to make a guy there. 16 it's, first it, event back is tough. It's gone both ways. Uh, with the guys with the first event, kind of that didn't take some time off. But now there's some guys that have played like three or four or five, maybe even in this field. So like when Hatton showed up for the second event, yeah. he'd only missed one event. Where's Hatton this week? This would be a perfect Hatton course, too. I'm not really sure. As for the Bryce Brooks thing, is I didn't mean to try to interrupt you, but I did try to interrupt you. You mentioned the injury. I don't know that it's a he is injured again what he has i think made public is he had an mri after his surgery and there was a little like it was clean but it wasn't perfect and they were kind of told like it'll get it'll get better it'll be fine and they just did a brand new mri and the knee looks the same okay so it's not better so it's yeah, the same as it was. It's the same as it was. He's not necessarily still hurt, but like I guess a couple things that they thought would clean the self up have not gone away. Um, I don't really know what that means. Why would he be playing if he's hurt? Yeah, that seems strange. He's not playing here if he's hurt two weeks before a major. He's a two-time PGA champion champion. Yeah. Championship champion. I don't hate DJ at 10. I won't bet DJ at 10 to 1, but... Seems I, nice. I, if not, you had to bet him at 16 at Memorial versus that field... Uh, I'd rather bet him at 10 This here. feels like incredible value you could make a case. I agree. And no one's going to bet it because he's coming off. Like, you might... I don't think the books will do it to themselves to get the drift down to, like, 12. Maybe he gets down to 12. I don't know. I don't know if I have any interest in betting anyone that highly on the board, but... DraftKings wise, and I'll get to this with Raza tomorrow. Like eleven five seems super expensive, but who is DJ? Is he the guy that won Travelers or the guy who was sixteen over at Memorial? So he's probably closer to the guy at Travelers. I think he's closer at this course. At this course, (laughs) at this course, he can just kind of let it wheel and deal. I could see Fina winning this too. It would be quite a bounce back. I thought about it. And, and there are zero people on earth who are betting Tony Fino. Well, then in that one. case, I'm going to shut up and maybe there'll be a drift because there was a number I told myself What's I it, would what, do it. 20? Yeah. I won't get there. But I told myself if they if they toss a 20, they'll have my money. I'm not betting Tony Fino 20 to 1. It's just not happening. And I'm not saying that he cannot win. I'm just saying that... Uh, Odds show that that's probably not a great wager. This was actually just the second most heartbreaking moment for Tony this year because he had his heart ripped up by Webb Phoenix. Simpson in Phoenix. Webb hit yeah, a but, pot on but, a... But Webb ripped out his heart in Phoenix. Finau just fucked off on the... <laughs> he got to 12 on oh, Saturday yeah, 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 yeah. and he just took himself out of the tournament. Like, he, he didn't lose in Phoenix. Webb won in Phoenix. I agree. I also... Uh, whatever. His incident on 17... On Saturday was just horrible luck, but it is what it is. I'll tell you something about Tony Finau, Pat. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, he went in the water on 14. He bounced back pretty well, but then he kept making big numbers. Like, he would go, I think he birdied 10, doubled 11, birdied 12 and 13. Yeah, he threatened Matthew Fitzpatrick for like a moment yesterday. And I had to sweat a tournament head-to-head versus Spieth. It's really annoying when you got to go star the guy, like, 
It was plus eight at one yeah, point. Yeah, like you got to star them because now we just got to keep track of how fa- how low I can go. Am I allowed to go? So many WDs from this. Like Corey Connors was supposed to play in this field. He pulled out. Where would his odds be? 28 to one? 30? He was still on some boards this morning. I saw like 35s and I would have bet it. I would have bet the 35 too. Because Wolf is the only defending champ, Matthew Wolf, 28 to 1. I actually had a really nice weekend at Memorial. Wolf, I don't hate it, but I'd rather bet Casey at 25. Wolf strikes me as a guy that this like might just be his event. Like Burger at St. Jude, no, like I, to I start feel, his I feel little like run. We, we spoke about this in like comparing Havwan and Morikawa to Wolf. Is that Wolf is as good as those guys, just one third of the time. Oh, not nearly as consistent. And you just, you just don't know when he's going to show up. But well, when he shows up, like he's in it. Oh, well, his, his, yeah, when his irons get hot, but then he, he can go to penal venues and not have nearly the type of success Victor and Morikawa can have because they're just such precision drivers of the golf or ball. He, or he can go to Memorial like last week and be by far the best out of all of them. Great. <laughs> he was great. He played, uh, he was with Nah early in the week. Yeah, he had an amazing day during our cut sweat show. Yeah, he I was like four say. under on Friday. And then he, I think he ended up coming top 20. Good week for Wolf. He's someone whose putter gets really hot when it gets hot, too. But Casey, for me, at 25, I don't like it, but this is where I'm at. Next range, unless you got anything else to say. You want to talk about these guys here. Bubba, 33. Tim's one and done, by the way. Bubba Watson. Russell Henley, 33 to 1. Harris English, 35 to 1. Same as Lucas Glover. EVR, Eric Van Royen. 40 to 1. Doc Redman, 45 to 1. Brendan Todd was originally in this field. He has withdrawn since we've started the show. He was 50 to 1. Mr. Burns, 50. Straka, 50. List, 50. Rogers, 55. Norlander, 55. Harmon, 55. That's your 30 to 60. I have two bets from in here already. Like the rest of the world, I bet Eric Van Royen. Uh, a lot of people got a better number. They got him at 55 or 50. I got him at 40 because that's the best number I could get. I see he's at like 30, 33. E- everyone has bet him. He's definitely not winning. Not winning. Week, but I've already bet him. Uh, but Doc Redmond, 45 to 1. I saw a 55 out there too. Not for anything that I can use, but I saw it out there for books that people have. I believe DraftKings Sportsbook has him at 55 to 1. I bet him at 45. No each way on it. Just Doc Redmond, 45 <laughs> to 1. You know, he lost six strokes putting in two rounds last week and still finished with over three strokes ball striking like this is, this is a great course for him i think i thought about a lot of uh yes like, it actually has a lot of similarities to where he's played well in the past and the field suits a guy in a bet like that yep. i i don't you could see t- a problem with listen, that you could talk me into henley who's playing great i don't like 33 to one you could talk me into glover who's playing great well, i don't like 35 to one yeah you but all, that mean? whole re- even english like i i let i don't want to swallow it. Henley would be the one I'd be most likely to swallow, but no. EVR I'm in on Minnesota Golden Gopher can make a lot of birdies. That's the thing. Makes I, a lot of birdies when he gets going. And was one of the better ball strikers. Fifth tee to green at Memorial. Second in approach to John Rahm at Memorial. Like, but let me ask you about a good week. What about fifty to one on the second best golfer in the world? Sam Burns, Brendan Todd. I just told you he withdrew. You're like those people that don't listen to where the listeners league link is. No, when we're talking (laughs) about the odds, my head starts spinning. You're saying guys I like. I'm comparing it with what what the the hamsters are just working hard. It's funny because we got the reveal of this field on the Cut Sweat Show. 
and I will, we kind of kind of nailed a lot of these guys. I'm surprised Norlander. Like, I don't want to bet Norlander at 55, but I'm shocked he's 55. Like, you could have put him at 40 and people would have bet him, I think. Coming off, like, two really good weeks. Coming off, like, four really good weeks in a row, honestly. He's been he's transforming into a really good player. Not for me. Like, Straka, although he had a disastrous Sunday at Memorial. Like, whatever. A lot of people played very This poorly. course might be too easy for guys that played well at Memorial. That's <laughs> a joke. But like list at fifty, oh, come on. I love I love me some Luke list, but let's get. There's not a huge difference, honestly. Okay, like, if uh, Brooks and Dustin aren't here, do they even have the tournament? I'm just saying, if Brooks and Dustin aren't here, what number is Luke list? Because he was sixteen to one to win his that wasn't he like sixteen to one to win that Corn Fairy player? That he won, and that would essentially be kind of like this. Yeah, I'm not condoning the. I know it's a hard he, pill to swallow. I don't think the number is crazy for where his game no, is no. at in this field. Well, I mean, his where his game is at. He had a good week last week. He won on the Corn Ferry Tour and sandwich in between. Were just fucking regular Luke List awful performances. That sounds like <laughs> Luke List with a win and some confidence and some fr- can free will wheel his time on tour. I followed around Luke List at this venue last year. Didn't go well. It wasn't great. I just don't see a whole, like, Bubba is a weird, like, Bubba's on an island by himself. He actually played really well at Memorial. Uh, he was, like, six over after day one. He could really, he really, could just... He could tear this place up. But he's a hard outright bet, honestly, at courses where he's never won. <laughs> Especially when you're not getting, like, because sometimes you'll get the inflated Bubba price where he's like, oh, he's 60 to one. But he's probably undervalued here. Like, he probably should be, like, 28 with Wolf. Why should he be shorter than why should like people will say why are you betting paul casey bubba watson's 33 to 1 and i don't i can't really argue yet i just like paul casey i just like the skill set of paul casey for this course like driving irons bubba can take this place apart if he like is sure. in that space i, I agree with and you. he's been in a great little space since they've come back i think he's just been rving with the family maybe but he and also he, just, he also he played well last week but missed the cut three weeks in a row for the first time in his career, the three weeks before that. Okay. So, and, and he was purifying himself in the waters of Lake Minnetonka last night on Instagram. So that was huge. I like Bubba this week. I'm just, I'm not in on, I'd rather bet Casey, which is probably just as equally as bad of a bet, but I just don't see, here's the thing that I want to say. I, Bubba's an outlier in the situation, but you go from Russell Henley at 33 to one to Fuck. Jason Duffner at 125 to one. I don't see a whole lot of difference between these players. Do you? There's a couple guys I'll give a little respect to, but they have got high numbers. So the books don't. It just, it seems like I want to bet Sam Burns this week. I like Sam Burns this week. I like Seb Straka this week. I like Norlander this week, but I don't like them three times as much as some of like the 150 to one guys. So this, like I said, Redmond and Van Royen, I'm in on them, along with Paul Casey, and that's kind of it for me. Uh, is there anyone else in this 30 to 60 you want to talk about? Certainly not, but but that 60 to 100, there's a couple enticing options. All right, well, let's get to 60 to 100. My only wager is Bernd Wiesberger, 90 to 1. He had a bad week last week. It was his first week over from Austria. He's still a top 30 player in the world, and he is being priced behind Christoph yeah. Ventura. I, I like <laughs> I like that pick a lot. It, it has nothing to do with... It's kind of work. He he's a good player. I think this is a good course for him. 
but he's a good player. Yeah. Sad thing is, I bet EVR at 40. I don't think EVR has much bigger chance. I swear, I got the good EVR number, 55. But I don't think there's a drastic difference Burn. in his opportunity to win over, no, we, over Burn. Burn, Burn much is probably like, better. <laughs> much like EVR, we can... You can turn around. You could you could be in a meeting for a few hours and burn just birdied seven of ten holes. And he got the got the rust out. Him and him and Shaw Schwab both got it knocked off. No, the I like I like burn. Even there's a uh... so here are the guys that I have. I, I I bet burn. I bet him at ninety to one. He's down to eighty now. I think he's still ninety on DraftKings Sportsbook though. He opened at one twenty five on DraftKings Sportsbook. That got knocked out immediately. It just seemed like an awful lot of disrespect. So here are the guys that I have like Wish little I notes next to Ryan Moore sixty to one. Continues to strike his irons well. This is a course where you can get away with not putting great. And around the green, like, didn't even factor in at all last year. And Brian Moore can't chip, so. No, for me. He's like uh, almost like the Hadwin from last year, where he's the non-bomber. But he gains off the tee, which you want to be doing here. So I like him kind of. Siwoo is 70-1. to Play Siwoo every week in DraftKings Sunday Showdown. He's going to trade birdies for bogeys and score a bunch of DraftKings points. The only other one I had highlighted, like I have Warinsky, Homa, and Hoffman all highlighted, but I'm probably not going to bet them. Sam Ryder at 90. He's been striking the ball really well, just can't make putts, but kind of like him here at 90 to 1. Oh, you're checking your Twitter, I see. No. Then what were you doing? I was, someone mentioned a number, and I was just confirming it versus the number I had from an earlier conversation that someone made a bet on. Okay. Very much in in the marketplace right now. Like, I'd use a stock trading portfolio joke, but I don't want to give anyone preference. I was just looking if if I could see a better Redmond number for a moment. There's a better Redmond number out there. That's that's just what I was looking for. I just got a 49. You got a 49? Yeah, DK has him at 55. But we don't have access to DraftKings Sportsbook where we are located, so that's tough for us. (laughs) Um. But yeah, those are kind of the guys I was looking at. Burned is the only bet for me. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep it light. Charlie Hoffman, any love? You just don't listen to me, do you? When I told you the three guys that I'm eyeing. Ryan Moore. I went through them. Sam Hoff- uh, no, th- th- Sam Ryder. And I guess it was Charlie Hoffman. No, it was, I, t- I gave you the three of them back to back. Hoffman, Warinsky, and Homa. All are very intriguing, and I said I'm not going to bet them. And you don't like Christoph Ventura. Sure. <laughs> uh, I think he's sneaky too, sort of like Bernie. Oh, yeah, he's super fucking sneaky. He's a guy who can barely make a cut. He's 70 to 1. <laughs> he played well on the Corn Ferry Tour. Now he's going to win this event? It's like, quite, he might. It's like, Corn Ferry. We, we talked about Troy Merritt on the Cut Sweat Show. Yeah, I'm not going to bet Troy Merritt 80 to 1. Like, why does Christoph Ventura have better odds than Dylan Fertelli? Why does Christoph Venter have better odds than Burned Weisberger, Jeff? He's been playing really well on the Corn Ferry Tour. Okay. Well, How many I, wins does he have? So is Luke List. How many wins does Ace Ventura have? Well, why don't we win a low? Do you think why that, don't you win a low Norwegian bet against Hovland before you're going to win a tournament? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for Rafa. He's been horrible. Told you the guys I liked. You make the case for the other guys. Rafa's just been horrible. 
That sounds like a good bet. No, that's just the problem. <laughs> I, I love the number. I love Rafa. I've bet him in much better, worse situations at shorter numbers, I feel. He has a decent track record in Memphis. You might want to keep an eye on that for next week. I don't even know if he qualifies for WGCs anymore. He probably doesn't, Pat. I wonder where he's at. Where's he at in the world now? He's got to still be top 50. Like, he was good for, like, two Homo seems years. pretty popular. You were talking about uh, your sneaky Tom Lewis, but I guess they didn't give the number we were looking for. You're referencing a show most people didn't watch. I'm referencing... You're pulling a Tim here by talking about a show that happened, like, four days ago and assuming everyone saw that. I'm, it doesn't matter. I didn't... It's not like I, there's a... They're missing any part of the information. No, but you just said you were talking about Tom Lewis. I have not brought up his name on this show. You mentioned him as a guy you were intrigued about. I'm saying this number disappointed you. Or yeah. you just don't care about him because he hasn't been playing well. Probably I, more the reason. I don't like the odds on any of these guys. Like I said, like Pat Perez, 111 to 1. Rather bet him than Tom Lewis at 70 to 1. Not that I even like Pat Perez, but like, what are we doing here? Not betting Wyndham Clark. You're not you're not all in on Wyndham Clark? I'm saying that's what we're doing here. Uh this field's uh it, it is a it, it's corn fairy. But with real PGA players. Like that's why I think that people like Burned and Ryan Moore. Like they're real players. Based on that assessment. You probably have quite a few over 100 to 1 picks. I actually haven't bet any of them. I have stars next to a lot of guys' names. Because I wanna... there are a lot of players. Like, when you're calling Ryan Moore like real players, I see some comparables. You mean R- Ryan Moore who came like third in the FedEx Cup like two years ago? He got Yeah, he got roasted by Rory. By Rory. But I'm saying there are a lot of current comparables over 100 to 1. Is my entire point about this range. And I thought you might have fired some bullets, but no. I guess you're still processing. Here are the guys. Can I guess a couple? Sure. 100% Zhang. Oh, yeah. Like, that's easy. That's, well, like, you... that's like your name, getting points for like putting your name on the SAT, right? Yeah, I, I think I'm going to fade uh, Luke List and Siwoo this week at their like, deflated odds and just become a member of the Zhang gang. Coke Rack? Coke Rack with True. Told you that. Schwartzel. Schwartzel, I did find very intriguing. Someone who had been playing really well with right. his irons before getting to Muirfield Village and someone who couldn't drive the ball for shit before getting. Then it, like, flipped when he got there. He drove the ball really well, couldn't hit an iron. I don't mind this track for him. I actually saw a piece on him. He thinks he's really, really close despite the lack of results, but he's literally the type of guy that it, you feel like it could kind of just flip for. I agree. Once he Because he got hurt. So once he's back all the way, like he was a really good player. We'll see if he can do that again. Rafa's number 52 in the world now, by the way. He's behind Papa Shugo. But number 52 in this war- in this field is like the sixth best player? Yeah, the best players in this field are, you have number four, Dustin Johnson. Number six, Brooks Kepka, Number 12, Tommy Fleetwood. Number 17, Tony Finau. Number 27, Paul Casey. Number 29, Bernd Wiesberger. And then you're hurting. Van Royen, 43. Rafa, 52. I mean, I don't know if Victor Perez is playing. He's actually higher than him. But Victor Perez should be playing. Matthew Wolf, 55. 
Bubba Watson, 59. Jordan Spieth is number 60 in the rankings now. Down from what, 62? Up from 60. Up from 61, actually. I actually was pretty impressed with Jordan Spieth last week. I I think at at tracks where it's hard to go low, I think he's going to continue to linger. Like U.S. Open. Quantify linger, though, because like like, you say, he lingered last week. Yeah, I'd say he, like by the end of the week, what did he finish, like ninth or something? He was plus one or two, I think. So that was T, he finished T13. Yeah. Like, and even last year when he was playing like shit, they went to the PGA Championship and when he was like fifth or something. Listen, he had a round on Friday. He does the things that it's incredible how well he scores despite the positions he finds himself himself in. I don't know whether he's making less easy birdies, but, or he just, it's the big numbers or just too many squares, but he gives everything back. So here are the full. He makes an eagle and I'm certain it's coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah. But then he'll double, and you're like, oh, he's probably going to birdie the next two holes somehow. And he'll certainly – he birdied 16-17 yesterday. Part of me almost wanted him to birdie 18. Just as, like someone birdieing 16-17-18 in those conditions is insane. He might have actually bogeyed it, probably parted. It doesn't really uh, matter. But I was tracking it because, as I've mentioned three times now, uh, I had to sweat him. So Stanley, Seifert, Charles, Duffner, Hadley, Sung you'll know. And then, like, Doug Gim, the Gim Reaper, 350 to 1. Cameron Percy, the guy who's just hot with his irons always, 350 to 1. But you can find some ball strikers from down here. I think that's ridiculous to find. Uh, I haven't bet any of them, but maybe their top 20s or first round leaders are just complete passes to begin with. But any, like I any, said, I don't, I don't see a whole lot of difference between Tom Lewis and Chess and Hadley. Do you? Not at all. I'm actually surprised Lewis came in that low yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, but i like, guess like, i didn't mind the ventura number and you're like think that's like laughable it, it, listen he can win but 70 to 1 ventura versus like i said 125 duffner i don't think that either are going to win can i but like i i don't understand who especially if like if you're drawing people and is this just like he's been hot on the corn fairy tour we know that we're going to get bets on him regardless of what we put him at. Like, if we put Christoph Venture at 200, he's going to draw exactly the same amount of action as he will at 80 from the people who want to bet him. Okay. Maybe that, I, I don't know. I'm trying to come up with a logic for it. Matthew Neesmith could be sneaky. He's been bad the past two weeks. But, tough course. Who knows? This is just the type of place he could get up to his old corn fairy self. <laughs> Good. And, like, resort course low. Since the restart, your best players and birdies are better gained in this field. So gaining on the field. Finau, Glover, Wolf, Gordon, Brooks, Dustin, Hadley, Burns, Peter Uline. I'd love to bet Glover, but I can't do 35 it. 35 to 1 is yeah, a tough pill to He doesn't win. As you said, even talking about him last week about the number preterm, it's like, okay, Lucas Glover, great player. Great drafting play. You'll probably even see him on TV a bunch in the weekend because he's playing like well. But Win? Even against this field, like, win? And I don't feel that way, like, with, certainly not with Bern Wiesberger, but a lot of other guys, like even a Charlie Hoffman, like, yeah, win. I don't know. I don't hate him. There's someone else back here, Pat. Hold on. Seamus Power. You know, I always like to ask you about him. Yeah, Seamus Power and Associates. I'm shocked you actually didn't bring up Bo Hostler. He's in this field. I mean, 
He sucks. <laughs> uh, Power was all driving and putting last time around. How? If he does that again, he'll he will contend. But like his irons were pitiful in Detroit, and he still came like twelve. One year ago to this day, Andrew Putnam would have been like thirty five to one. How bad has he gotten? Because he's 225. I I was kind of surprised to see his name next to that number because he's probably not getting invited back to Memphis, although he's had. So since he came 10th at the Amex earlier this year, since miscut, 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 58th at Workday. He's turning into the other Putnam. And he's gained strokes putting in all of those events but one. And not just a little, like three strokes putting, five strokes putting. This is over two rounds and he still can't make the cut. That, that's rough. He's turning into the other Putnam. Any of these, I, I don't know, Malnati, Harrington. Do you actually have any interest in these guys? Or are you saying names No, now? but I just, if they, if maybe you have interest. Here's the thing about me. These bombs, like outside of major futures that like, I know this guy come the date is going to be not this number. This is a great number. I don't see bombs. I don't feel bombs. I use your bombs, people who like hit bombs, I'll go to, and then I'll pick a couple of them for myself. I don't, to me, I always see guys at 101, like, no fucking way. Like, they're and, dead, and, dead and me. Honest, oh, honest dead. to God. If, I don't give a shit. If, I don't want to waste a cent. If that is your philosophy, you're a plus EV better. No, I understand that. But if, you are. Like, that's a smart idea to never bet but, these but guys. But there are situations where, like, people who I have noticed are good at finding those guys, and, like, a couple of them are like the same guy. I'm willing to say, I, I can do that. But it's not, like, from here. Like when you hit Landry at 175. Yeah, I'm just plagiarizing the test, bro. Sometimes I actually thought about this the other day of why I've been so successful. My most successful sport on DraftKings is UFC. My most successful sport gambling is UFC. You know nothing about it. I know nothing you know, about it. I the only you don't read I, the articles like football all week. Like the only thing I know about UFC is I know two or three people who are super sharp at it, and I listen to them. And when I listen to them, sometimes I can do even better than them from time to time because I can parse out their biases when they're talking about it. That's a, like a and I can't do that in golf. I can't do that in football because I feel like I'm in too deep but where I have no attachment. Like, Paul is cleaning up on our golf winners right now. He's doing better than both of us. I would 100% (laughs) say, it's not like to copy one card or the other card. It's like, take the people's cards that you like, take all those, like, however many names are on them, and then from those names, make your own card based on what you know of the guys who are giving you the picks. Yeah, or what did they talk about? Oh, I like what they said there. Oh, they didn't bet that guy. Well, I'm going to bet that guy instead. Like, it's, it's... People should be making their own picks for one thing, but trying to disseminate information from a lot of different sources is a real skill to have, uh, and it's really tough to do, but it's probably the best way to go about it. Creo, 100 to 1. I mean, I believe in him, but he sucks. (laughs) Can't chip or fuck. No, I I thought for sure this guy would would not be where we are like four years, when we were in an old booth. Like there was no, I thought for sure there's no way. I can't believe you made it the entire show without asking me if Alex Noren's going to win or not. Are you off? Is this course too easy? That is sort of my thinking with a guy like Alex. See, that's why I like Burned. That's Burned, why I like EVR. Burned, like not scared to yeah, win at minus 26. What, that is the sort of European party course he wins at. Yeah. The type of course where someone literally goes in fuego on the back. 
because it's set up for some for a handful of guys to literally get scorching. All right, we spent way too much time talking about this tournament. Quick picks. Do oh. no, no, no. Continue. I wanted to do continue. something. It could be continue. Too long, continue. What is it? Do you have any interest in just? We don't have to like really break it down. I want you to see how crazy the top of the PGA board is right now. Because it's kind of like what tournament was a couple of weeks ago. We we're just disgusted at like how are they making this board? I've never seen so many guys just in the low teens now. I believe that's when DJ won, wasn't it? I don't know. Or it could have been the first memorial event from two weeks ago. You know, in the future, just throwing this out here. When you have questions like this for me, you can bring the information and just like read it to me. And well, we- I don't have. You're on your phone half the fucking time. You could have just pulled it up. The phone is very set up to like four different books right now, okay? The odds for the PGA Championship right now are Rory 10, Bryson 11, Rom 11, JT 12, <laughs> Dustin 18, Cantley 20, Brooks 22, Tiger 25, Webb 28, Morikawa, Hatton both 30, Fleetwood, Rose, Scott, Xander, Reed 33. But this isn't dissimilar to all, basically, like, when you see Masters Futures. Like, these odds change so much but from this- that Sunday before to the Monday afternoon right after. That's why we don't do the show on Sunday nights anymore, because the better odds are the next day. No, but I'm just You'd saying- be crazy to bet any of these guys at the top right now. You're going to get a better number. Of course. And the books will realize golf's been great. We've taken so much golf money, and that's going to be like a peak of a volcano in this post-restart, kind of, right? A major week. When golf has done such a great job in this space, you know, sort of addicting new fans. And the books are like when you read these books, the tweets from sports books, Pat, putting out like this is our biggest handle ever on golf. And they're talking about majors for like they're they're talking about events that include majors in years past. And they're taking bigger handles on the travelers. Than they were on majors last year. When you're the only thing to bet and you don't even show your stuff on TV, you might as well go for it. So I'm just saying, hopefully where the space is, where the legalization of things are now, um, the ultra competitiveness of the books will hopefully be on full display. I can only hope come two weeks from now. I wonder, I haven't seen the field list for the WGC yet because it's not out, but Scott and Stenson, you think we see them? Adam Scott is the only player in the world who could parachute out of the airplane and I might think could win. He could, win, he could win the PGA that, championship. That's what I mean. That's what he might do. But you think we see Stenson at WGC? Don't we have to? I don't think we have to. You know, we've been talking about this. We were like, where's Fleetwood? Where's Stenson? Where's Scott? You know one guy that we just didn't even mention well, that is a part of that mix that we also haven't seen? Just everyone always forgets about him? Remind me. Molinari. He's kind of lost... He just moved to L.A., I think. I think he's like he moved his family from London to California. Maybe he's just been playing Harding Park this entire time. Going to get my second major. I mean, Rom was short before because everyone knows his affinity for a hard California golf Just California, California golf, bet John Rom. Like, Top five at least. Without the win last week, like let's say he played mad, not even good at Memorial, like made the cut, played fine, but had like. Oh, I, I hope he sucks next week. No, sure. I really do. I, no, I are you talking about the PG WGC. G, 
Well, my point being is I think Harding Park, there would have been no break on John Rahm regardless. No, I, I, even if he plays poorly next week, I don't think that we'll get a break, but I, I want to use him on DraftKings, and I think his DraftKings ownership will go low if he's like plus seven at Memphis or something. Okay, maybe. My <laughs> just point being is even if John Rahm didn't win and contend last week, it seemed like the books were well on to like this course is jo- everything John Rahm does. Do is we know Harding Park. What, what do we know about Harding Park? And like what it looks like now versus when we saw it. That's all I know is the match play. Yeah, I, I doubt it's going to be a similar setup. Like you just you set up a match play course much differently than you would set up like a PGA Championship. It was in May the match play. It was before the date change. It was also like five years ago. Oh, it was. I only know it was the same weekend as Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. So it's just like a familiar night. Yeah, like Rory, Casey, Willett, Woodland, Furick, Furick. I could see like a lot of the same sort of accuracy guys that did really well this week, like just by and large, could do really well at like f- the Furyks of the world. Who were the other Jibber? Stricker? Yeah, Stricker ended up. Stricker finished better, but like Stu Sink. What are we talking about here? Like Fitzpatrick, Nah, like that type of player that's pretty accurate off Sneaky. the tee, kind of short but good with their irons. EVR. Anyway, that's I, I haven't Hatton. Well, Hatton's thirty to one. You're gonna bet Hatton thirty to one to no, win the PGA no, Championship. No, no, no. But no. he's but that is a perfect example of someone who's thirty to one at the moment, and then by Monday of the P, yeah, sixty to one like, like, no, the Monday. Yeah, you're not taking a cent on Terrell Hatton at thirty to one. We have two bets for the PGA Championship in Victor Hovland one hundred and twenty five to yeah. one, and Sung J M one hundred and forty to one. Yeah, those are the bombs I know. Those are the yeah. only bombs I, and I know. And that was a bet on them being good yeah. this year. And they've both been good this year. Although Sungjae is dipping back down again. He's got to figure Still it a good out. number. You're, yeah, he'll be, I don't know. I don't want to say he'll be fine, but. Quick picks. Taking a couple of weeks off. Quick picks for the 3M Open. Casey, EVR, Redmond, Burned Weisberger. Those are my four right now. You can tune in on Wednesday to find out if I have added anyone to that card. But. Have my doubts, Jeff. Have my doubts that I'm going to be adding anyone else. Very light week for me. How about you? A lot of similar names, Pat. Casey, EVR, Weisberger are the only bets. Oh, I lied. I bet Keith Mitchell. That was during the show. (laughs) One and done picks of the week. I won last week with Tiger Woods, which is really pathetic considering he had $30,000 worth of earnings. I'm taking Paul Casey. Cust is taking Bubba Watson. I've written in your pick, um, but you haven't made one yet, but I'm going to assume it's the same person that I picked for you. Sure, give it to me. I don't G- care. Give me your pick. Yeah, I could have who you give me, EVR? Yeah, that's who, that's who I had written in. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> I even printed you out the sheet and everything. I know. With uh, all the names on That's what I was going to pick. You, if you didn't go Casey, I would have gone Casey, but in this sort of situation... Such a crapshoot field. I'm going to bet someone who I'm going to pick someone who I am betting. I'm very excited for Paul Casey to somehow lead the field in birdies, yet somehow miss the cut. That's my projection for Paul Casey. He's going to have like birdie 16 of 18 holes, but those other two holes are going to be like 20 over par into the water eight times on a hole. I, or something. I wish I'd love for Fleetwood or Fino to win. I'd, li- I'd really like for Fleetwood to win. I want to see him play well. We got him at the U.S. W- Open. Would we you need- be interested in him at the PGA? Maybe I want to see how he plays. 
Like, what's his number now? 33? I think he just said it. It was with Xander. Yeah. What were they? 33. 33. With Reed and Xander? Fleetwood, Rose, Scott, Xander, Reed. 33 to 1. That's where you should be. Guys, I'm fucking played. Very quickly, British Masters. Do you have any interest in these guys? I'm going to do my research. I'm going to read, a, read up Axis's stuff. Arnis, Minwoo Lee. I mean, those are just those are names two guys I, I'm drawn to every time you'll show me one of these boards. Uh, the favorites are West. Westwood is 9-1. to one. I know this is his tournament. That seems short, though. Detry, 14. Klinholt, 28. Pepperell, 28. Is Pepperell, like, bad now? Why is he only 28? Should we bet Ryan or Eddie Pepperell, 28-1? to one? Jordan Smith might be a decent number. Jordan L. Smith? Ross Fisher? I don't know what any of these guys have been doing. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't think they've been playing. Well, Mark Warren won at like 250 to 1. Yeah, and know. that's why he's 45 to 1 now. Malk with a C. Oh, you know who's playing, Pat? Robert Rock. I saw that. Now let me find him. Should be a surprise. Is it Eddie Molinari? Because he is playing. No, 55 to 1. The boys are excited. Oh, Beef? No, well, he's also playing Guido. Oh, Guido's back? Yeah. Oh, probably just blindly yeah. betting Guido. Let's go. Let's get him into a WGC. Let's get him on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Please. Like, why can't he be playing the 3M Open? There'd be people far more excited than us. Xander Lombard, 55 to 1. I don't know if this is just like a bomb paradise. I know nothing about this. Or you have South African Spieth. He's this is normally he's like a very prestigious event where it's like there'd be a host. Westwood must be the host. He is the host. Kind of feel bad. This normally the ho- like get get the host is able to influence like all those yeah, English guys. All the English guys play. want to play the PGA oh. Championship, so they need to be over. Yeah, yeah. The no scheduling is just a, an animal right right now. Do you think Tiger plays St. Jude? Did you see his post round interview yesterday? No. Amanda tried to ask, and he's like, I, he he likes he was like he's kind of felt like it's still deciding. I I'm gonna say no. Do you have any interest in his abilities at Harding Park? I do. I don't know that his number, even without playing, would get better than the number you mentioned. 25? He was just 28. And it was a non-major in a weaker field. (laughs) This is a major and this is Tiger Woods. Uh, Maybe. We'll see. I want to... Oh, yeah. You're not needing to, to rush it. But like, I'm, did I'm, you ba- s- I'm really bad at betting strong field events anyway, so I'm just gonna roll. Maybe I'll just roll the dice with my two bombs. See how it goes. Maybe hit something in play. Could be my my route for the week. Anyway, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. G Feinberg seventeen on Twitter for Jeff Feinberg's Twitter. I'm doing giveaways on mine Wednesday at noon Eastern time at the PME. It'll run from noon to two p.m. Eastern time. That's the only window. So when you reply to me at like. 8 p.m. being like, how come I didn't win? I did not even enter until now. It's probably why, because you can't read or don't read. Hopefully it's the don't read that you can't read. You're an adult. Come on now. Anyway, fantasynational.com slash mayo to become a member. 20% off. DraftKings show Tuesday with Ben Raza. Live chat on Wednesday. I just don't know. Do you think there's going to be any interest? Um, There seems to be very little interest in this event. Oh, but people seem... No, just in general, like, it's going to be... I would expect this to be a numbers-down week across the board for people entering tournaments, money bet, content clicks, anything like that. Just... It's also a calm a calm before a storm with a WGC and a major. Yes. Um, some people like to overbet those. Might be me. 
Uh, so yeah, this is a week to maybe rein it in, but there's numbers and there's money to be made. Yeah, well, they all count the same. They so. all count the same. Anyway, I'm Pat Mayo. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the PME. Sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Rate and review five stars, please. Remember to smash the like button and give me your winner in the comment section of this video. Check out my write-up on DKNation.com. The cheat sheet will be up there later on this week after I do that show. Anyway, there's a lot going on. Anyway, just keep saying anyway. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. Long weekend, folks, especially when you lose a lot of money. I'm Pat Mayo. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.